This is episode 533 on the 13th of June 2022. Just like the first 20 over match in which despite scoring over 200 runs India were not able to defend the score the second one did not go according to plan in fact according to pseudo experts the things which were looking good in the first match with players hitting sixes and fours for fun it just went bad because india only managed to score 140 plus runs in that match there was a middle order collapse and only because they were able to score over 30 runs in the last few overs that they managed to reach 140 plus runs but it wasn't enough because if it was an, an unknown name in vasu vanderson though he is not unknown in south african circles and in their domestic and international tournaments he is still an unknown factor in the subcontinent because we are still obsessed with a few players including ab de villiers well we only obsessed with ab de villiers because for us south african team means david miller who has become a force in the past couple of years and ab de villiers who has been doing the job or who did the job for 18 plus years and maybe a few other bowlers in stain and then in the contemporary times over the past 7 years rabada so henry classen was an unknown individual at least as far as this part of the world was concerned so when he did what he did in the match when he came at 30 for 3 and hit 80 of 40 plus balls making sure that south africa would take a 2-0 lead meaning they are one match away from winning this series and as i said last time the loss in this tournament is not going to have a huge impact but as i said in the last episode the moment rohit sharma rahul and a few others were rested because of injuries or whatever reasons and rishabh pant was made the captain or the interim captain for this particular tournament the anti rishabh pant campaign started i did say that this anti rishabh pant campaign now only becomes bigger why because once again his captaincy skills will be scrutinized which bowler to bring when he erred in captaincy and of course something as ridiculous as a toss which you cannot control as everyone knows toss is something which cannot be controlled if it goes if it goes your way it goes your way if it doesn't it doesn't why do we make such a huge deal about something as mundane as a toss but we do because we think that toss is also a skill no it's not toss is nothing more than luck so if south africa wins the toss which is irrelevant anyways and they bowl first and they restrict india to 6 for 148 after gaikwad a player who i think will go on to score more than 10000 runs across at least in 50 overs and 5 day matches but he is not exactly 
getting into the groove so he is on the fringes according to newspapers the individuals in this list barring three individuals in shreya sayar pant and hartik pandya and maybe bhubneshwar kumar and up to some extent chehel rest of them are in the fringes which means they are not the main players they are thus the supporting cast which means aksar patel dinesh kartik harshal patel avish khan are just fillers for the individuals who will eventually replace them maybe kartik find himself somewhere between fringe and the main cast but this tournament is seen as a tournament where can he continue to create chances so that he can be selected for the world cup age factor will always be a point and of course having more than two wicket keepers will also come into the picture but was this that disastrous a performance if you ask me no it wasn't that disastrous i would still give 8 out of 10 for this performance because i don't think it's the end of the world and of course are we missing the big players what defines big and what defines fringe will the individuals who write articles in the newspapers are the fringes because they are also fighting for a job they are trying to impress their bosses by writing articles which are in negative light because if you write positive articles people will not read those articles so they are also under a bit of pressure to write all kinds of negative articles so how do i look at this particular match if we have to go into details of course 148 is never enough if you lose the match and then when a unknown player in hundred class and i knew who he was but he was unknown for a while does what he does in this particular tournament in this particular match rather by hitting fours and sixes for fun and at and at a point in which the required run rate was over 10 runs per over he attacked the spinners and that was the end as it is when you attack accomplished spinners who are supposed to be the backbone of the teams on which the teams rely to create an impact the moment you do that that's the end of the match but how would i still look at this match i am not disappointed by the performance in the last two matches the south, the south african team have had a bit of a luck a bit of a fluke because the moment the ball hits the bat They, they they create enough power that the ball sails over the boundary rope and it goes for a six. And when the same shot was attempted by an Indian batter, it didn't have that kind of force behind it. So the momentum did not take the ball out of the ground, but rather the momentum took the ball into the hands of the fielder. So the same shot can go out of the ground, out of the park. and the same shot if not created with that much force can go into the hands of the fielder but the pped media as always is on the negative side they're looking for flaws 
they're saying that the big names are not there no bumrah no shami no rohit no rahul no virat kohli and the individuals in this tournament most of them are in the fringe department and the anti pant campaign continues so let me just give you this particular phrase striving for excellence motivates you striving for perfection is demoralizing the performances in the two matches have been excellent so far but the pped media is pushing for perfection no one is perfect yes you can say that the south africans have had a bit of a luck so their performances have been perfect but there's a bit of luck involved as well so i wouldn't be so excited about the south african performance of course one more match in their favor and they win the series and then the anti pun campaign grows even louder they ran into the class of hendrik klassen but as i said it's a it's luck such things always factor around luck but was it a poor performance no i would not go in that direction i would still give 8 out of 10 for this performance and if i tell you that the indian team will win the next 3 matches you will laugh how is that possible indian team never wins anything and even if they win we see it we see that as a bit of okay they won but nothing that great but we have created this aura around oh a strong south african team a strong new zealand team a stronger australian team that's the mindset which has been created that's how our minds have been warped that's how our minds have been shaped that when it comes to sports like hockey then teams like netherlands and germany and malaysia and japan and belgium are strong teams so indian if you have such teams in hockey india will never be able to win that particular hockey tournament in football well india it's a shame that when it comes to football india will never reach and even play in the football world cup it's a shame i don't see the point of having all these tournaments like durand cup and santosh trophy or teams like mohan bagan and is bengal because all this has not led to an indian football team playing in the world cup forget playing in the world cup we have to play qualifying matches to play in the asia cup which is a matter of shame not a matter of pride so why aren't we celebrating the couple of wins which happened in football and then the one or result in hockey in which we beat belgium but of course as it as it happens you win one you lose one it's fine it's acceptable but that's the way things are and if it will take another 100 years before india even manages to play in a football world cup teams like germany may qualify for a cricket world cup but india qualifying for a football world cup is a pipe dream it will take another 100 to 150 years before this happens the way 
the football infrastructure is there the way our attitude towards our own indian football is the way we are obsessed with european football and south american football the way we get excited with teams like denmark and germany and italy and spain and portugal win or qualify for the world cup or we are sad when one of these teams don't qualify for the world cup so a team like germany italy may qualify for the cricket world cup but india's qualification in a football world cup forget the world cup even at the asia cup level is something which will look like if i say that india could play the football world cup in the next few years you will say football world cup india who cares there's belgium there's france there's italy there's germany there's portugal there's the overhyped messi ronaldo mohammed salah harry kane who cares about uh, sunil chhetri and his contemporary when you have flukes like ronaldo and messi and mohammed salah no one cares about an indian football team anyways even the broadcaster does not televise that on a regular channel but they do it on a fringe channel which most individuals won't subscribe to so you won't even know that a match is happening that's our attitude towards football our attitude towards other sports is slowly getting more regularized but it will take time so they so these matches in which india is playing the football world football qualifiers or the hockey pro league tournament or the india south africa series or any other tournament they are playing three four matches over a period of a week or two weeks which means they do get adequate rest but a new theory has emerged the four day work week it does baffle me that what is the four day work week and do we really need to get affected because the premise is that if we work more in a less amount of time the productivity coming out is more are humans only working to be more productive can't we just work to have fun and do we need to be so rigid about whether it's a four day work week or something else but that's how the thing is now the advantages for this particular four day work week theory is that it helps to strike a balance between work and life let me tell you work life balance is a figment of our imagination saying that people are stressed is a figment of our imagination increases the morale of the employees well why do you want to be an employee of some other individual and how will me working for somebody else and they giving me a four day week affect my morale it won't because i'm working for somebody else eventually my paycheck is dependent on somebody else's benevolence that's been the case forever whether i worked for four days or three days or three hours in a week i'm not in control can reduce stress and anxiety what are we stressed about not being able to complete deadlines anxious about pleasing our immediate bosses well i don't think i'm going to go in that direction 
nothing makes me anxious and i'm never stressed why because i'm in control for me it's not four day work week for me it's just working 30 minutes a week and then rest of the time just 90 minutes in a week if i don't include other activities 90 minutes in a week which is not even one fourth of what people work people are happy working well 13 hours a day because it brings them a paycheck it brings them a promotion people are happy you bid minor things like promotion because the paycheck is affected but does it matter i don't think so are people are people stressed about work life balance well i am not i was never i think it's subjective and imaginary it's nothing more than a stunt people say work life balance balance between what you do how you go about doing your work how you go about living your life well it's subjective for me it hasn't affected me will the shift to a four day work week lead to increase in productivity well if the only thing that we see through humans is that you have to be productive you have to be perfection you have to strive for perfection you have to strive for excellence then i don't see the point that's the most important thing in this whole discussion the word productivity signals that we see human beings as robots that you have to be perfect that errors are not acceptable one percentage even a point 1% of error is not acceptable you have to be perfect if you work four days a week or three days a week and if you take a couple of days off from work what does that mean i don't know you will be more productive you will be more happy working more hours in less number of days might lead to happiness striving for looking at other activities doesn't matter how many hours in a day or how many days in a week we work no you can work 1 hour a day make sure that whatever project you do you give it your best but don't be affected by deadlines don't be affected whether someone else will be happy with my project we always will be affected by that because that's what defines humanity but stress work life balance morale are just subjective terms who is stressed why are people stressed i don't know what people are stressed about the most mundane and unnecessary things people are stressed about relationships friendships who cares about such things why do we need to take such things seriously friendships relationships are all superficial stress is superficial being productive is being a robot and that is something i do not agree with if you make errors make errors but we expect people to be perfect 
four day work week is because if people work all day then they are then at the end of the week they are stressed they are fidgety they are angry they will take out their anger on someone else who asked them to work 12 hours a day what take a day off take couple of hours off and then we are happy when we take a couple of days off and we go and do some off work activities let me tell you nobody is free or people are not working somebody is always working you just have to make sure that you're not affected by superficial things like stress superficial things like being productive all the time if you make errors you make errors or superficial things like work life balance we all know what the life in work life balance means so why should we be affected by that why should we tend to take the life part seriously if you enjoy your work work won't be work as i said in my last episode if you enjoy your work work won't be work it won't make a difference whether you are balancing things or not if you can't go and you don't need some special thing to go and enjoy yourself go and watch a movie even if it's in the middle of a project nobody will say anything you don't have to tell the whole world i am going and watching a movie or i am going out yes projects get delayed they get delayed no one cares about that so as far as the four day work week is concerned i don't see how it will strike a balance between work and life when both are at a superficial level how will it increase the morale of the employees if the employees need their morale to be increased that to by an authority figure then you may as well forget it can reduce stress and anxiety what are people stressed about it baffles me what are people anxious about i don't know this ends episode number 533 on the 13th of june 
stay tuned for the next episode on the 15th of june with episode number 534